Harold, better known as Yes Elvis Lives, from the world-famous YourGameSource.com, and also as well, GameSource on Facebook. And today we are talking everything God of War Ascension. And uh, today I'm on with the lovely Steph Tafu. Steph? Hello. And the degenerate one himself, Degenerate08, Jamie. Hello, everybody. You notice I, you know, degenerate. I had to go a little bit lower there. Yes, it degenerate. <laughs> kind of like doom. Yes, exactly. So, uh, God of War Ascension just recently released. Uh, you both have had extensive time playing the game. Um, just want to fill everyone out there. It's for the PlayStation 3, a Sony exclusive, of course. Um, it's not actually continuing the actual God of War saga in the sense um, it's actually a precursor to the entire series. And, Steph, I'll start off with you. Um, if you could just let the uh, people out there know if they haven't played the game yet, um, what basically is the synopsis of the uh, the story and when it takes place in the God of War timeline? Uh, essentially, the story is, takes place about six months after he, uh, Kratos, that is, has uh, murdered his own wife and child. He is trying to break his oath with Ares. Um, if you've played the previous games, you know he made an oath with Ares on the battlefield that uh, his life was uh, for Ares if he would help him uh, win and vanquish his enemies. Um, but uh, at this point, uh, Ascension shows us where Kratos realized that he'd been essentially tricked by Ares and uh, is beginning his quest for anger and vengeance against the original God of War. So he's still angry, is that correct? Uh, I believe, I believe he is kind of angry. Good, you know, it just can't be a God of War game without Kratos getting just a little tad bit upset. Isn't that right, Jamie, in your Hulk voice? I'm, I'm beginning to wonder if he was born angry. I think he just came out going, Oh, Mom, no like parents, Kratos smash. Something like that. Uh, Jamie, um, your thoughts initially when you first booted the game up? When I first booted the game up was, I can't wait for it to start. I wanted it to start. Actually, when I first booted it up, I was bummed. I won't lie to you guys. Steph, did you do the same thing I did and go, ooh, the last to me thing, and then realize it wasn't coming for, like, you know, ever? No, I was totally pumped for Kratos. <laughs> See, I, I was totally bummed. I'm like, ooh, Last of Us, I got to at least check it out. And then there's that counter clock, and I'm like, really? But then I was happy, because, you know, like she said, Kratos, you got to go with it. So tell me about your thoughts as far as the beginning and the setting. Or do you agree with this is where the God of War Ascension should have gone, the God of War Saga should have gone as to a precursor instead of adding on to the God of War series at this time? Um, I, I do think this was a good direction for them to go as far as, you know, they had to go somewhere, and I don't think it was fit for them to go any farther after the way three ended for them to go ahead until next gen. Um, as far as this, I mean, if you look at everything else in the world right now, you've got movies, everything else doing prequels. Why not jump in on a game and do a prequel? All right. And as far as this concerns, Def, what were some of the first things that you noticed that were different in this version as opposed to the previous God of War games when you started off? Uh, well, uh, one of the biggest 
changes I uh, first saw actually was the way that the uh, quick time events are presented, um, which has changed through the series. Uh, I really liked how they did it in God of War 3, um, if anyone remembers playing that one. Uh, the corresponding button would show on the, the screen in relation to where it would be on the controller. So, um, like, the triangle would pop up on the top of the screen, the X would be on uh, the side. So it was um, kind of interesting that they they kept it with that so that the quick time events were kind of flashes that you saw on the side of your screen. But they also added this, like, smoke effect that made it really obvious that that's where the uh, – which button you had to hit. But it also did a really good job of not um, obscuring your view of the game. So you could still see everything that was going on and do those quick time events without it being super intrusive. I'm like, oh, God, what do I have to press? Uh. Because that's one thing in the previous God of War games that uh, people have, uh, I don't know, had had issues with is the abundance of quick time events in the game, uh, unless you're angry Nick, who just found out what a quick time event was. But we <laughs> won't go there. Um, that's in the best of the Angry Nick show right there. But, uh, Jamie, uh, do you think, and at least in this version, there was an abundance of the QuickTime uh, events? I don't know why. I do feel like there was maybe a little more this time around. Um, obviously, they don't bother me because I'm a huge God of War fan. If they bothered me, I would never play the games. But um, there was, it seems like there was a little more to me this time around. I don't know why. Maybe it was just they were more closer together. They weren't spaced out as much. I don't know what it was. But touching on what Stepper said, I really also liked the fact that they had the the free, basically like a freeform system where it didn't put up a, um, a prompt or a quick time event, but you just knew you were supposed to either start doing a light attack, a heavy attack, or some kind of dodge. And that was actually kind of cool the way they did that. Jamie, on uh, your end, your thoughts on the multiplayer since it was the initial multiplayer offering of the God of War franchise and, and actually becoming one of the many series now that are tacking on, for lack of a better term, a multiplayer option. And this is where Gerald sheds a tear. I did play in the beta, and I did, just because I knew Gerald was going to ask me something like this, I did go ahead and play a few matches of multiplayer now. Um, you know, it's for up to eight players, it's your standard multiplayer Eight players running around trying to kill each other, trying to do what seems to be a search and destroy or almost inevitably a capture the flag. Um, basically like an eight-player death match. You have team favor of the gods, which is almost like not so much a capture flag, but more of like a domination. Um, it's to me... It needed to be in there because, like you said, so many people are throwing in multiplayer now, but I don't know if it was the best thing in the world. It seems like it was just kind of thrown in, like, hey, you know, everybody else is doing multiplayer. Let's do it, too. So you felt it was the inevitable tacked on? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I didn't go out of my way for it. It could have been no multiplayer at all, and I still would have picked this game up, no questions asked. So it didn't make or break my decision. Do you see a future uh, in, uh, a, you know, obviously this is not going to be the last God of War since it's one of their cornerstone franchises. Is this going to be 
the last foray into it, or do you see it expanding? Like, for instance, the Uncharted series from there. Um, I think maybe it could expand. Uh, it could possibly take a note and think of maybe letting people choose from actual characters from within the actual game or world itself, as opposed to just generic characters that you throw costumes on. Okay. Um, Steph, um, when you des- uh, decide to, is, is the multiplayer going to be something uh, that you may be able to get into as someone who is huge into the God of War series? Is it something that eventually you might decide to dip your toes into? Um, it really depends. Um, from what I've heard, there's four different multiplayer modes, and one of them does offer a more cooperative type of thing. And for me personally, when I play multiplayer, I don't really like playing, um, you know, against other people. I like working together with people, which I didn't ever really realize until uh, Jeremiah so kindly pointed it out to me a couple weeks ago. Um, well, that's what husbands so do. For me, um, exactly. For me, um, if the uh, cooperative mode, uh, you know, will, did offer a good challenge um, and uh, fun time and had enough uh, content in them, I think it would be good. But um, versus modes and such don't really appeal to me already as it is. I'll probably try them out at some point, but I don't really foresee myself getting uh, super into it. Fair enough. Um, I want to touch on the actual story itself as a whole before we get into the the ending or the or the boss fights and whatnot, which are also other pillars uh, of the actual franchise itself. Um, the story as a whole, uh, uh, Stephanie, I just want to ask: um, Did you think it made a well-rounded God of War, or do you think it's something that might have needed a little bit uh, more polishing? Um, as to compare, let's say, to God of War 1, 2, or 3, which I felt, when I played through them, were pretty solid as far as uh, from a storyline standpoint. Um, yeah, one of the greatest things about the God of War series uh, as a whole is their ability to really tell a story. You know, playing through 1, you see Ares, you know, go on to defeat Titans, God. They're very good storytellers at Santa Monica. So... This one was a little bit of a disappointment for me. Um, it wasn't as strong of a story presentation as the uh, previous titles have been. Um, mostly because it was kind of confusing. Essentially, I, they, they go back and forth. You start in the present and then it goes to two weeks earlier and then you go back to the present at some point and it's really strange how you shift back into it and then you go for, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes, and then you're going back in the past again. So it is a little bit tougher to follow. Um, there isn't really as strong of a uh, villain as there have been in the previous one, um, because you're fighting the Furies, which, you know, are uh, pretty, pretty scary, creepy things. Um, but it's not you know, it's not quite the same as I'm, you know, going to go kill Ares. It's it's a little weaker story, but, you know, they they did uh, give us good background on Kratos and try to show a softer side that no one cares about because everybody wants to see Kratos slash people. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Jamie, uh, what were your thoughts on the story? Did you think it was uh, as maybe 
not up to the level of the other three, like like Stephanie's thinking, or did you think it's something that that you feel is on par with the actual rest of the series? Oh no, I agreed with Steph fully on that. I mean, the story itself just wasn't. It was there. I mean, like she said, they can tell a great story, but this one wasn't as structured and wasn't as fluid as some of the others. You know, where, like she said, you literally go, you start out, you're imprisoned. And you're thinking, okay, you know, this is where it starts from. But then literally later on, you're shifted three weeks prior to the point that you're even in prison in the first place, which is where you start. So, and then you turn around and return back to the present time. It's 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 confusing as far as that aspect goes. But um, still an all right story. Still had its points where you sat there and kind of went, yeah, I like that. You know, I like how they did that. But for the most part... I did get frustrated with that whole bouncing around that. Okay, fair enough. Now, what about one of, like I said the uh, earlier, the one of the pillars, one of the staples of the God of War series? What were your impressions, Steph, of the boss fights themselves? Because you know they are usually gigantic in scope, and they're usually very, you know, the graphically intensive. As far as you know, the, from the rest of the from other comparable series. What were your opinions on the boss fights as a whole? Well, I think the uh, first boss fight you do against uh, the Hecatonkeries, and then the final boss fight um, against, uh, obviously, the Furies, uh, are very, very grandeur in scale. They're, you know, what you might expect from a God of War game. Um, but in between, they're not quite as um, impressive, I guess, as previous boss battles. And I think a lot of that had to do with they didn't have as strong of villains, as I said, you know, earlier. They, you know, when you've gone and fought against a god or a titan, fighting against, you know, the oracle's little guardian guy isn't as, as, uh, just, it's not as impressive, I guess. Now, Jamie, what were your thoughts? Because I know you've been a big fan of the boss fights and how cinematic and how large in scale that they are. Uh, did you think that they uh, were up to par with the rest of the series? If I have to say with the rest of the series, no, they weren't up to par with the rest of the series. I mean, the boss fights in 3 will still forever be some of the best boss fights I've seen ever. Not ever, but, you know, I mean, they were great. Compared to these, these were really, you know, toned down. They felt almost like they were giving them to you, you know, like, hey, we just want to keep you going. We don't want to stop you. Fair enough. So you two have been pretty much in agreement so far about pretty much all aspects of the God of War experience. I'm going to touch on something that uh, we've already actually released on our um, mobile app. Uh, which is a point counterpoint. Uh, it was a mobile app, a mobile app exclusive, and I'm hoping to put it on our website www.yourgamesource.com and the point counterpoint very soon. Um, I'm uh, looking forward to that, uh, putting that up very shortly. Um, if not by the time you hear this, it should already be up. I'm hoping. Um, it's actually a, a little point counterpoint between you two, and it seems to be the only area of difference in your opinions on the game itself. And that's on the trial of Archimedes. Um, Sony recently uh, announced plans uh, to have a software patch, an update for the game, that would include nerfing, quote-unquote, or making the trial of Archimedes a lot easier. 
Um, you two have actually, in writing, have had a different opinion on it, and I wanted to bring you here today to actually voice those opinions. Um, and I will start uh, with Steph. Um, and then at the end, I just want to get a little put my two cents in on it as well. But, uh, Steph, I just want you to go ahead and elaborate on your thoughts on Sony's decision to, quote-unquote, nerf the trial of our committees. Well, um, as I played through uh, the game, my first playthrough, um, there were spots that I would have to go back and restart at checkpoints, and that's pretty normal. Um, I had to do that in every God of War game because they offer a challenge. Um, but when I got to the trial of Archimedes, I was literally stuck there for close to two hours. Um, I believe it ended up being probably somewhere around an hour, 45 minutes, but quite a bit of time going back and starting over from the beginning checkpoint over and over and over. And in my review, I actually, you know, detailed everything that goes on during the trial and kind of why the uh, enemy combinations, lack of, you know, health resources uh, combined really make this an incredibly frustrating uh, pursuit. And uh, it's been announced that uh, they're going to be releasing the patch, like you said, to nerf it. Um, they haven't said what yet that I've been able to find. I just checked a little bit ago, but I wasn't able to find any confirmation of exactly what they're doing to nerf it. But So what are your thoughts on it as far as uh, if it goes ahead? To the ground where it can be completely face rolled across, but I do think that they need to ease up just a teensy bit on how incredibly punishing it can be. Fair enough. Um, and on the other side, uh, we have Jamie. And Jamie... Uh, you heard what Steph had to say, and you've also read what she had to say. So you tell me uh, your thoughts on uh, whether or not you would like to see Sony nerf the trial of Archimedes. It was the one part of this whole counterpoint that we're going to agree on is the fact that I do agree with her that it was insanely hard. And she did say this in writing that compared to the rest, this was a more insanely hard part of the game. I do agree on that. What I don't agree on is there are some people that would kill for that kind of a challenge, especially after going through parts where you're going, this isn't so bad. This is pretty good. This is great. You know, you're flowing, and then bam, you hit that wall. I personally like to hit that wall. I like to go, okay, now I'm being challenged. This is what I, this is what I paid for. Because there's always something in a God of War that gets somebody somewhere where they're going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and you want to just throw your controller, you want to walk away. But this was also that part. And it did, I'm right there with Steph, about an hour and a half, I, I had to walk away for a minute. It was very frustrating, it was very time-consuming. But once you find the right combination, because there are different, and, and Steph knows, she said it in her article, that there, you have to use certain, you have to kill certain ways, you have to use certain magic, you definitely have to use your clone just to just to stay alive. I mean, because like she said, 
you look around for help, it's not there. You're not going to find it. You've just got to make it through this. And at first, I did sit there and kind of go, what were they thinking? But then it dawned on me that, hey, this is the one challenge. And like I said, personally, I like a challenge. Now, when I found out that Sony wanted to tone this down or nerf it, I was a little upset about that because I personally don't want mine nerfed. I just went back through the game for a second time, got to the same part, got stuck a little bit again, not quite as bad as before, but got stuck again, and I still made it through there. I mean, I like the challenge. Now, do I agree that everybody should have to suffer just because I like a challenge or maybe somebody else likes a challenge? No, I don't agree that everybody should have to suffer, but I also don't agree on the other side where someone who wants that challenge should have to suffer because someone else doesn't. Now, if they're going to nerf it, they're going to nerf it. That's regardless. But I think it should be a choice. I think you should have the option of, do you want to buy this patch and nerf it? Then go ahead. Because if you really want to get through there that bad, you're going to pay for a patch. Now, are you going to pay an insane amount? No. I think the most they could probably get away with is, here's a 99-cent patch. If you really want it that bad, go with it. But it should be a choice. I don't think that people who want that challenge or like that challenge should have to nerf theirs. And uh, I kind of agree with you. I think it should be uh, uh, something that should be optional, that Sony should be up front with, hey, this is what it's going to do, and you have the option whether or not to download it. Uh, that's my opinion as far as it's concerned. And so the player has options, um, whether or not they they want the, the, you know, the game in its original form or something that, that would make it a lot more easier or palatable to those uh, individuals that, that are getting frustrated. Uh, so uh, that leads me to the actual review of the game. So in a synopsis, uh, if I can have uh, both of you just give a brief synopsis of your thoughts on the game and your final score, because amazingly enough, without seeing, you know, this is like a, a college test or whatnot, you two didn't actually see from each other's notes, but you ended up coming to the same conclusion on a score, which I found uh, quite encouraging. So, uh, Steph, uh, I'll let you start first. Uh, your your synopsis and your review of God of War Ascension. Um, well, uh, I felt that it definitely offered uh, exactly what you want in a God of War game, which is destroying everything as Kratos angrily grunts and jumps around. Um, and in true style, they definitely uh, provided that. Um, the graphics are really amazing. They stuck with the... Um, Preposition camera, uh, the stuff. I can't think of the word now. Um, they, so they were able to really put a lot of detail into the, sur- the surroundings, the settings, the characters. Um, like we talked about the story, story fell a bit short, but all in all, it didn't take away from the experience. Um, I feel more that a good story adds more to a story rather than taking it away. It was confusing, but it didn't destroy the game any, you know, by any means. There weren't really a whole lot of new enemies to speak of. There were the bosses, and then um, I think Juggernauts were one of the few new enemies that were actually in there. But um, that, again, you know, while I would have liked to seen a little bit more um, uh, as far as that goes, more things to fight, kill, see different, you know, 
mini games to uh, execute them. Um, again, it didn't really take that much away from the real core experience of the God of War game, which is just destroying everything so angrily. So um, I ended up giving it an eight, uh, eight and a half out of uh, ten. And uh, overall, I'd recommend if you like God of War, definitely pick it up. Um, if you like that kind of game at all, uh, pick it up. It's a fun game to play and enjoy. And Jamie, what are your thoughts as a, your synopsis and review of God of War Ascension? I, you know, said about the same thing Steph said, which was funny, like you said. You know, we I hadn't talked to her nothing beforehand. I actually thought about it. I was going to send her a message and say, hey, what you think of it? Did you meet it yet? You know, what's going on? But um, the combat, as usual, entertaining, satisfying, you know, break everything, just like she said. If anybody ever needed anger management, pick this game up because it's definitely an anger management tool, in my opinion. Not that I need anger management, but it works. He has anger management issues. There you go. But um, ah, my only problems was, of course, like we said, the story. The story wasn't humongously bad. It didn't flop, but it wasn't what it usually is where, you know, it's not the story of God of War 3 and things like that, you know, that you're used to. But definitely the God of War game that you want to play, no way, shape, or form did anything take away from this at all. Um, again, with the multiplayer, uh, kind of maybe couldn't have been there at all, and it still would have garnered the same, you know, thunder that a God of War game always does. But, you know, hey, they're trying something new. Hopefully it works out. Not the reason I bought the game. Definitely not the reason that I'm playing it again and still really haven't touched it that much. But all in all, I uh, went the same round as Stephanie. Gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Um, definitely, like I said in my um, review, buy it, borrow it, rent it. You know, Go to Gerald and pledge a blood oath and get it from him. Do something. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, I want to thank you two for being on the show today. Uh, this has been a God of War Ascension podcast. Uh, for all the latest uh, from everything, uh, Steph Tafu, um, where can they go as far as more information from you, Steph, on your page? www.gamesthirst.com. And you had, that's at Steph Tafu on the Steph Tafu page. Remember to get that T in there because I always seem to forget it. Um, and also as well, Jamie. Where can they go for your insert here column? Exactly where Daryl said. Go to insert here on www.yourgamesource.com. And remember to check everything out on Facebook. We work really hard to keep, you know, the flow of news. As soon as we see something, we get it out to you in case you didn't see it. And, you know, if you have questions, comments, anything, leave them on Facebook. Leave them on the site. Send them to Gerald. I know he'll call me and go, what is this about? And, I'll get right on it. And that's on the Degenerate 808 page, correct? That is correct. Yes. So um, and that's it for me, yourgamesource.com's uh, own. Yes, Elvis lives. It's uh, Gerald saying uh, enjoy uh, God of War Ascension, everyone, and see you next time on the world-famous Game Source podcast. And since he didn't say it, everybody, because I know you were all dying for it like I was, it still is a beautiful day in paradise. Yes, it is. Well, I was so focused on God of War. How could I? How could I just you know? 
deter from it's, that. It's always it's beautiful, beautiful in Kratos' day. world. Well, that's right. As Jeff, as Jeff says, beautiful day and beautiful evening. It's a beautiful game. It is. There you go. Fair enough. Nothing more beautiful than Ingrid. This is true. This is true. Have a good one, everyone.